tonight's forecast. A freeze is coming. everyone welcome to movie quest this is a podcast where we uh sit down each week and watch a film and discuss it uh, my name is ant i'm here as always with aaron and johnny how are you guys doing good that was an amazing you really, intro you really nailed that <laughs> i know i know i wanted to go accent. for the actual accent but i thought i can't i can't do oh, it please i yeah no it was, it was perfect i felt like i was watching the film again <laughs> i mean there's so many quotes to pick from if you don't know what we were watching this week, uh, we decided to watch the 90s superhero schlockfest, Batman and Robin. Uh, well, we'll talk about that later. If you ever want to contact the show, you just got to find us on Instagram at moviequestcast or uh, email us at moviequestpod at gmail.com. Before we talk about Batman and Robin, what have you guys been up to this week? Have you uh, been watching anything good? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, not not particularly. No, I mean the 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 only thing I've been watching is more of The Office. So um, I'm getting getting pretty bogged down in in that. I think we just started season seven. Uh, so did I did I talk about how I may have ruined The Office for your girlfriend last week? I don't know if you did, but you mentioned that a particular person. Yes, I can't remember. I might have already mentioned this on the pod. Either way, yeah, um, she remembers it now. Yeah. Okay. Good. She keeps saying, "Oh, Ant told me about that." Oh. Do you... uh, sorry, go on. No, no, that's, that's it. Well, I'm just sorry, mate. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Do you, Do you remember the time were you there when we lo- ruined Star Wars for one of our other friends? Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't us. It was our friend Holly. Was it Holly? Oh, yeah. was it Holly that ruined it? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, so yeah. we were. I set up the scene. We were uh, in our second year of university. We were all, one of our friends had never seen Star Wars, and he's finally you know, got his whole like life not watching <laughs> yeah. it, and he didn't know a lot about what happens in the film, and we got to the was it the, the first film? I think it was the second film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was definitely Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and uh, obviously it's not spoilers because everyone's watched that one. <laughs> yeah, here I mean. we go. Here we go. He's gonna and, spoil uh, it. Leia kisses Luke, and one of our friends Holly goes, "Oh." And then our friend who's never watched the film before looks at Holly and says, why are you going, oh? And she says, yeah, because the brother and sister, aren't they? And then his face dropped. And he, and yeah, I think he was kind of sad. Yeah. He missed out on that, that I, reveal. You know, if you're, if you're a, a somewhat nerdy person and you live on this planet for, I think, what, 21 years, 22 it's years? It's surprising, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Come on. How can you not? I think, our re- I think our reaction was just like, come on, mate. Come on. Saying that, I'm listening to a podcast at the moment where a 30 odd year old bloke is watching Star Wars for the first time and discussing it, like, in each podcast, which is quite fascinating. And he knew certain things, but, like, big parts of the, of the, of the you know, what happens in Star Wars, he didn't have a clue about. Anyway. What about the Darth Vader, Vader reveal? Uh, he knew about it being his dad, but I think what was the one he didn't know? I tried to keep that spoiler free, and you just went in there, didn't you? Hey, Star Wars, everyone's seen Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, um, I've, I'm. I feel really bad because I never bring movies. I never bring movies that I've been watching. But there's a few things that I want to talk about. Um, so I've watched. I started watching with Heather. Um, 
when they see us. I haven't finished it yet, so I don't want to talk about it yet, but it's, it's very good. Uh, and then I've just finished Jessica Jones's final season, which is actually the finale of all of Netflix's Marvel, their 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 whatever their contract, mm-hmm. whatever all their TV shows are done. And actually, is that because now they're going to be moving on to Disney? Uh, it's part of that, and it's also because some of the TV programs that they made tanked. Right. I think it's a bit of both. I read an article. I think it's IGN where they're just talking about it, and I think it's pretty sad. I think it's pretty sad that Jessica Jones uh, and um, Daredevil, especially Daredevil, were just really, really good TV programs. And I think it's sad that they're not going to exist anymore. I think it was a fitting end for Jess uh, and certainly Daredevil. I'm sad that he's not going to even be... There's a scene in the last season of Daredevil, which is four minutes long, and it's like a fight scene, and it's shot in one motion. I, I have seen bits of Jessica Jones... Like as in like trails and stuff. Yeah. Can you just give me a very 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 quick like couple line explanation of what is what's the deal? Like obviously Spider Man gets bit by a spider, turns into Spider Man, and he can crawl crawl at walls and shoot webs and stuff. What's her, what's her? She's a superhero, yeah. Or yeah, she's um she can't like heal dead faster, and then she's just like pretty strong, not like extremely <laughs> okay. strong, not like Hulk she's strong, like kind of strong. Yeah, like you know you, she could lift up the front of a car quite easily. Okay. Uh, or you know, there's a scene where I think she like throws someone across a building, like right. from the top. She's pretty strong, but it's mostly just her. Like she's a, a private eye, and it sort of mixes the two together. Quite good. David Tennant is the main bad guy in the first one, and he's awesome. And mm. uh, he's awesome in most things, to be honest. Um, but the main, 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 main thing that I want to talk about is a Netflix original called Street Food. Have oh. you, have you guys been watching it? No, I've seen no. this advertised on Netflix. This is where they go. Is this? No, maybe maybe it isn't. Is this? Is this like a documentary? Yeah, TV it's like, show it's where like, they like, go to different places and yes. they show off different street foods. So essentially, what they do is they um, each episode they go to a different city um, in a different country, and they focus on the street food culture there. Um, particularly, they pick one chef and focus on that person for the entire episode, and then they sort of might just bring in other chefs that are also well known for their street food um, even one in warrington ah uh, you know about oh what's that what's up greens something or whatever. i don't know what you're talking about is it the chip shop danny's, danny's kitchen. kitchen danny's kitchen um no unfortunately there isn't one in Warrington. maybe season two maybe maybe, maybe season two danny will make an appearance sweet and sour chicken it's chips not street and rice. food is it it's just for chip shop well yeah but actually heather and i were talking about this like what what would be British street food though, like what would what fish and chips in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A s- like a donut, pies? Va- donut van on jelly like. deals, I guess in like London. It's got to be like on the side of the like, street though. Like you get like, them people who sell like sweet corn in like a little cup thing. <laughs> I have no idea. And like I don't think that's really our forte, is it? Really? No, yeah, we like food inside. <laughs> like it. Like, I mean, the weather's we, not good enough. We to like food in a pie. Food. Yeah. In a, in a in a Toby Carvery. <laughs> Yeah, we British people like the Tobies. We well, like to sit down inside in the warmth. We don't yeah, like we, being outside. No, right. Well, if you when you uh, well, okay. So not all street food vendors are like just on the side, like I like. That's a bit more about it. So like the, the our favorite episode so far was probably one that was set in Osaka, um, and focused on a, a particular chef called Toyo. He's this lovely little old man who. He basically built his restaurant, his his you know street food 
restaurant from the ground up um each person that we've that the, uh, the tv program has focused on has been through some serious serious life-changing stuff and they always have to build their business from the ground up and it just sort of they let them talk about it and it usually follows them for like an entire day so you see them picking their ingredients and like how they cook it and what makes them so good and usually like it'll be like you know this famous person or the with this person um find them and eat their food there and then they got really famous and like um i just have to say like if you i don't want to spoil it because i think you should just watch it especially the the episode with toyo like ge- like genuinely heather and i were brought to tears by like just his story and that episode in particular like regardless of the fact that we've been to like japan and that mix like you know maybe it means more but like he is just an, an amazing individual and his story and his and how he like you know what he's been through just really impacted us both um i would absolutely recommend it i just finished the light with one line i was like i told heather this one line and she looked at me like oh that's disgusting i um, ha- i have a film recommendation based on that tv show oh uh, what is it have you ever seen the uh, john favreau film chef Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. I know of it. Like you I should know. watch that. It's good, and it sort of reminds me of what you're talking about. Yeah, is that where he's like? It is like a. It's a street food truck. Yes, he basically like. He's he's a restaurant owner, I think, and he basically think he loses his Michelin star or whatever, and then he's like this. He's like upset and sad about his restaurant. And yeah, like his food isn't. He hasn't got the passion as, as he, that he used to have, and then he decides that he wants to go out and make simple. Um, street food and he does I think he does like oh, I can't remember what food it was but anyway it's some sort of, I think it's a Mexican food or something I can't remember yeah um, and it's good it's really fun it's him and his kid and um, what's the guy John something what was interesting um, for, for what you were saying before whilst you're doing a look up um, was the fact that you know he wanted to make simple food in the movie mm. and what we find is a lot of the food, street food in these particular countries, um, it's quite simple, but they're just really effective of using the ingredients that they can get, because um, obviously it's cheap to buy. Yeah, there's so it's it was uh, John Leg Legazamo, that was the guy. John Legazamo, remember him? I genuinely can't yeah. picture no, you'll the see, face. You, you, like, this is you'll know him. You'll know him. You'll see oh. him. I I remember Romeo and Juliet. Oh oh yeah. You know what? He's in um, when they see us. Actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's anyway. But there's a scene in it where literally, John Favreau just makes cheese and toast, mm. and it is one of the best like, food <laughs> scenes I've ever seen in my life. Is it? But you're like attracted oh, to the food. It was so good. Yeah. Tasty. So I recommend it. It's a really good watch, and but having Heather would quite like it as well. Yeah. Well, well. Hey. Well, we'll do that. Like we like shows with. Great food, but more importantly, <laughs> maybe we should have food people. while we're having it. No, we, no, we've discussed that, haven't we? we can't yeah, have food. that would not go down well. No, oh, thank no, you. No, Any time I hear a podcast and they start, start eating on it, I just turn it off straight away. Yeah, I cannot stand if it. If you hear us eating, write in and say, think, Stop eating. I think last, last week, me and Aaron ate some chocolates, <laughs> <laughs> but we tried to do it sneakily. Stealth. So no one can hear us. Hopefully, Johnny brought it out in, the, in last week's podcast. I don't know if we so, achieved yeah. that or not, so. But anyway, yeah, that's what I've been watching. What have you been watching? I'm so this week, I've only watched one thing, really. Um, me and my wife, for the first time in about six months, went out on a date together. Yay. It's open, it? 
and we uh were out where our child um was being babysat by her grandma um and we went to watch a film at the cinema we went to watch a film called rocket man you actually you'd said i we were chatting and you'd said that you'd watch rocket man and yes. i didn't get to go oh right i didn't get to quiz you on it because I, I thought you said that you weren't going to go see this no no we yeah we we, we were not sure if we could get get out and watch it but yes we went to watch it on Sunday. Hot, where hot, did you watch hot. it oh where where uh odian huddersfield odian huddersfield okay yes yeah. Um, Johnny only oh, watches things in snobbish so, places. No, no, I just like to picture the scene. <laughs> okay, for some reason, Odin Huddersfield do a deal at the moment where it's five pounds all the time for, for films. I don't know why, but it was so it cost us a tenner. Well, all uh, the time it's yeah, five pounds. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why it is. But we're not sponsored pounds. by Odin, by the way. No, it's still quite expensive. I mean, five pounds a ticket is quite a lot still, you know, compared to what it was back back in the day. But um, yeah, five pound tickets. So it was ten pounds. When the you have to now use all your Odin points up because they're getting rid of that deal. So I used all my Odin points. Uh, that I got from my Avengers uh, out in Johnny, and uh, <laughs> I got me and my wife got um, some Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also got one extra scoop for free because it's the one. So we had our Ben and Jerry's, and we sat and watched Rocket Man, and it was pretty good. You good? Like, yeah. I mean, like the thing is with that film is I've heard so much positive stuff about it um, from like all my fam- a bunch of my family members and like other reviewers and stuff. I, I was really expecting it to be amazing. So when I watched it, my expectations were really high, uh, but it's very, it's a good film. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, um, so this, uh, so Rocket Man's a uh, it was directed by uh, Dexter Fletcher, who did uh, Eddie the Eagle uh, a few years ago. Uh, he also helped out on uh, finishing up Bohemian Rhapsody when the bit, uh, the film lost its director, um, which I think you can kind of tell. Uh, Taron Egerton plays Alton John. And he does an amazing job at it. Like, to be honest, like, I was really surprised at how good he was. Like, he was good in, in Eddie the Eagle as well, when I saw him in that. But I was very, very, like, it was pretty amazing. Um, and did you, so what do you know about this film? Do you know anything about it? Apart from it's obviously based around the life of Elton John. It Doesn't it follow, like, his, I want to say, like, rise to fame? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it follows, like, him becoming successful. Like, and, like, how him. he deals with a lot of people from that era obviously got involved in like drugs yeah. and I mean obviously a lot of people still do that now but like I guess then anyway like if if you, it was probably quite destructive. Yes. But do you know like in terms of the film what kind of film it is? Because I went in there think well beforehand I, I, I knew because I'd heard but before when I saw it advertised on the trailers and stuff I thought it was just a sort of standard biopic sort of film Maybe a bit of music similar to Bohemian Rhapsody, but actually, it's pretty much a full musical. That's cool. Um, yeah, right. I mean, it's cool. not like a musical like Les Miserables is a musical where the, literally every line of dialogue is. Singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is. There's a lot of music in there, and they do a lot of like musical numbers. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of those, um, although some of them they went really far and they ma- like it was really fantastical and and the loads of dancers and singing, you know, loads of like very 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 like musical like like um and that was a bit much for me i preferred it when it was there was a couple of scenes where he he was like coming up with a few of the songs and he was in the house with his grand with his nan and his mum it was really like really quite beautiful actually i was like it was really good um but yeah it starts off when i first started watching it i was a little bit like oh this is a bit too cheesy and a bit too 
I wasn't really into it, but the more you watch it, you kind of get into it, and it's it's good. It gets a bit slow towards the end, but um, definitely recommend if it comes on. Um, do you feel like this is like an easy win for films? Because obviously, like Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. seems yeah, to I do think, quite well. Yeah. This is they're probably going to do this a lot more. I think it, you know it, this is my this is why I don't go see films like this. It it's Oscar bit. I, I'm not into Oscar bit. I, I and look, I'm, I have nothing against Elton John and his story or or Freddie Mercury, but. These films are Oscar bait. Mm, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say it's Oscar bait. Maybe like, maybe for the actor to play the to role, but I don't think the films themselves are. I'm saying that, but him and Rhapsody did really well in the Oscars yeah. last year. I, in terms of like, if I've seen both of these now at the cinema, yeah, I would say Bohemian Rhapsody was a better film because mm-hmm. it had a better story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like it just worked out better. Based, but I think Taron Egerton. As Elton John was much better, in my he, opinion. He's a good actor. Like I've seen The Kingsman, and he's good in that. Mm. Like he's very like, I, I mean, obviously he did is it Robin Hood recently, and my dad said that was bad. Oh, and my that. dad, if my dad says it's bad, then it's bad, because that they'll stomach they like films with Tom Cruise in it. So I don't know. except for Mission Impossible, because they're exempt from all the rules. Cause... I f- I feel like they missed a trick with this film. Though. They they shouldn't have called it Rocket Man. They should call it Crocodile Rock. Why? I don't. Know, I just think that's a much better name. Does it? Do, do, I would. Is be that a song by Elton John? Yes. Yeah. It's surprising actually how many. <laughs> you both looked at me like I should know. Well, that. I, I mean, don't I've, know I've, Crocodile Rock. No, I don't know Crocodile Rock. You'd you'd, you'd recognize it. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, actually. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's quite a lot of songs in it that I didn't realize <laughs> were his songs. It was quite surprising. Um, but anyway, yeah, good film. Uh, I wouldn't say you need to watch it at the cinema, but definitely worth a watch. Um, you know, if it comes on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, but you people, if our listeners want to watch it, yeah, cool. I definitely watch a lot worse. It, it's <laughs> sure. yeah, it's like remember when the King's Speech came out? Oh, Oscar bit. See, those are the type of films. Well Lincoln has the dullest but, film pardon? I've ever seen. Those are the type of fil- films my wife really, really likes. That it, sort of I hate, no, I have no. I I went to see the King's Speech <laughs> in in the cinema. Usually, they're quite good films. It's just Oscar bit. Yeah, I know a, what you mean. That's yeah. what they exi- that's why they exist. I see I'm really looking forward to obviously the new film um Yesterday by Danny Boyle. Which is sort of similar not not, oh, not really that, No, that's just No, it looks amazing. No, I no, can't. it looks Oh class. man, no. We I you so Actually, I see I, that. I love on. the Beatles though, so that's the thing. Yeah whoa, hey, I like the Beatles. No, but I love I mean I'll, I'll watch anything from the Beatles. <laughs> so, I, 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 I just like think that it just looks so what Horrific. what is what is yesterday, Aaron? <laughs> right. So basically, some guy gets hit by a bus. I've right. This is from the trailer on Instagram because yeah. this is the only <laughs> the w- format that I've seen this. So this some guy gets hit in the bus one day on Instagram. He apparently, he was like a musical artist, like a failed musical artist, and then he wakes up and then the world have basically forgotten about the Beatles. So then he just rips all their music off and becomes famous because people think that if the Beatles made music now, do, do you not think that's like a genius? Like set up though, like how has no one done that before? Yeah, but do you do you think that if the Beatles existed now with all of the music that has high is would be as big as they were? Who knows? Maybe it doesn't have beats on it, so probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't have eight oh eight or auto tune. I'm looking forward to it. Oh I'm, man. I'm also hoping that um, I was saying to my, to my wife like, I wonder what the other sort of uh, films are going to come out in the next few years that are going to be based around like a musician or whatever. It does seem to be a trend. Like, Probably like, like a Fleetwood Mac or Rolling Stones or David like Led Zeppelin. Bowie, oh yeah, but I would go see. I would go see like a Fleetwood 
You know, just like we're just sniffing all the coke, like as he's going the thing on is, stage. It's gonna happen. I think they're gonna do it for quite a few. I mean, they're Explicit. starting to make films about act- actors as well. Like they're making one about Judy Garland, aren't they? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About her. Yeah, it's, I think it's gonna become a definitely. It's that whole like looking back it's in like, time. E- and, like, okay, so we're all done with superheroes now. Like, let's let's just look at like actors and musicians. And yeah, talking. Talk the the Tolkien film, yeah. which I actually want to go see, even though I would don't know if I'd be actually I don't know, but it, they are doing it. It's it's not meant to be like that great, particularly it's meant to be quite slanderous against Tolkien. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but I like how like one sentence from me can take you from being like, yeah, I want to see that to no, screw it. <laughs> I'm not gonna well, see no, it yeah, but if it, if it if it hey, I love Lord of the Rings. If they if anyone's making fun of my boy who wrote Lord of the Rings, I'll be upset. Cool. Um, <laughs> right. Shall we? Uh, are we all done with what we've been talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to the main event. Transition. But some crotches. Bitty bitty boo. Right, everyone. We're here. We're finally here. We're watching the film that's going to be number one. <laughs> I believe um, it. I, before before we start. I would like each of you, before we start talking about this film, I would like each of you to write down where you think this film is going to end up at the end of our conversation. Write it down. Write it down. So I'll just give you, I'll give the listeners a recap on our list and then Aaron and Johnny are going to put where they think it's going to be. And at the end of our conversation, we're going to see where it ended up. Yeah, I I would like to hear the list. <laughs> okay. okay. Remember when Rock was So here. the list here. Right, that's enough of Elton John now. <laughs> right, the list we've got so far is number one, The Fifth Element. Number two, King of Comedy. Number three, You Were Never Really Here. Number four, A Ghost Story. Number five, Moana. Number six, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Number seven, North by Northwest. Number eight, Bird Box. And number nine, <laughs> Halloween 2018. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> right, so guys, you jotted down. Listeners listening, think about where you think that where you think Batman and Robin's going to place in your in that list, and we'll find out at the end of the podcast if we were right. So it's the summer of 1997, and Batman and Robin is released. It's two hours and five minutes long. It's a PG. And it's directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. George Clooney as Batman. Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. And Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. It's the fourth Batman film in the series. Which is weird because I would I in my head I didn't really think of them as a series, but apparently they they were thought as a as a series. Isn't the previous film where Robin is like he joins the fold? Yes. So the previous film before this is Batman Forever. He, I don't know. Yes. Is that the one with Batman Forever? It's got Two Face. Uh, it has Two Face. It has the Riddler, and Robin is part of the circus. I think it's a long time since I watched that film. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah joins up, and I remember that being fine. But anyway, um, it was written by Akiva Goldsman, and he has also written 
a, quite a few films. He's, he's an Oscar winner. Is he? For writing films, yeah. What's film, he won an Oscar for? Did he won an he Oscar, won an Oscar, for, Oscar this? for A Beautiful Mind. No oh, way. Oh, come on. He also wrote... Come on. He also wrote I Am Legend. No. He wrote Cinderella Man. What? I, Robot. And he's also written two episodes of a TV show you both, you guys both love and talk about quite a bit. Oh, what, is it Hawk Catch Fire? No. The Office? No. You've, you've literally talked about it in, in, well, on this podcast. Star Trek Discovery. No, 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 no. Was he... Did he say that he was, like, on drugs during this period of time? <laughs> uh, the it was the 90s, man. He must We're have been. Crazy. Okay, here's a question for you guys. Out of all the films on our list, where does this film come in in terms of the budget? Like, where does it oh, sit? I, I reckon it's one of the highest. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't think it's more than Fifth Element, but, like, it's got to be quite high, I would have thought. Okay, so uh, our most expensive movie on our list is Moana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 150 something million. Um, this came in at second, 125 million. That's dollars, it, yeah, it makes sense. And then before, after that is Fifth Element. Those special effects. But you know, even though it reviewed poorly, very poorly at the time, um, it made its money back and a lot more. It made 238 million dollars. Um, and I don't think I don't know if that includes the toy sales because I would have thought it would made a lot uh, of like money I had toys. I had toys. Oh, I did, yeah. I yeah, had, I had yeah. the toys. Um, other films that came out that year were Men in Black, Titanic, Goodwill Hunting, Starship Troopers, and our favourite so far, The Fifth Element. Yeah, that's again. That's a that's a good year. It is a good year. Yeah. You'd like to say, oh, it's a tough crowd, but like. It just it doesn't seem to like <laughs> be in the realms of those other films. No, no. <laughs> not even slightly. Even Starship Troopers. That's like classic. Even, yeah, because that, that's that is just funny. It's, it's supposed to be stupid. Yeah. So this is where I tell the listeners: if you haven't watched the film, then I probably you know pause the podcast if you really care about it. Go watch the film and come back because we're going to discuss everything. That's going to have you know it's going to have lots of spoilers and stuff. But for this film, you're you probably fine. You yeah, I wouldn't worry to. about it too much. Just, I mean, I watch. I mean, I watch it. I still don't really understand. What <laughs> so, okay, my first question for you guys is: Did you watch this film as a kid? And do you remember like anything about it from when you were a kid? Uh, I I vaguely remember watching it. I'm I'm sure it was on uh, ITV <laughs> after Gladiator on a Saturday night. Um, you know the one where they like have wolf and you yes. know all the other various people. I'm sure it was on after that. It fits quite well in that in that sort of. Uh... I think I was having some sort of like curly pork. <laughs> what kind of like you know like a pork Twizzler type oh, thing? Yeah. Okay. And uh, chips and a corn on the cob uh, wow, with tomato sauce. Um, and yeah, I remember. I I. I remember watching this. Did you remember that after watching this film, did it bring back those memories of that curly twizzler? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, hmm, I would really like to have some barbecue-flavoured pork that's <laughs> in, a, in a weird, like, cylindrical shape. How old I mean, how old would, would we have been when it came out? I think it was 1997, wasn't it? So we would have been... Nine. I would have been eight. Yeah. Nine. I mean, I remember it coming out. I remember watching the original one as well. I don't know if I watched them at, like... I I mean, I must have watched them on VHS or something. I must have gone and got them from the rental store or whatever and watched it. I don't remember. 
as in as much detail as you, Johnny. Um, but all I remember from this film was pretty much. Um, I I remember the I remembered Mister Freeze. Yeah, of course. As I, as I, I remember all the stupid like puns and lines, and even even as a kid, I thought it was a bit much. And I remember the for some reason the bike scene with Robin and uh, Batgirl. You know where they like going underground biking. That 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 to me stuck out for some reason. I remember that specifically. Completely forgot that existed yeah. until it happened. I was like, what? Yeah. New, new, new scenes. How about you, Aaron? Did you um, do much of it? I think I probably saw it in the cinema. Probably. Um, really. But I, yeah, I think I wasn't sure when I'd watched it, and then you know when they changed the suits to like the silver. Oh yeah. Yeah, like halfway through, like. That's when I knew I was like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I remember this happening in the, in the cinema. Um, obviously in Northern Ireland, all we do is go, in, especially in 1997, all we do is just go to the cinema. I think I saw the mask as well. So guys, it's a Batman film. When you think about Batman, what what are the, like the what are the uh, words that pop into your head when you think about the character Batman? Mm, husky. <laughs> Pink. My two main, like, I don't know, the, the most impactful Batman or Batman. Yeah, it's Batman. <laughs> oh, the three, the three, the three, the three. Um, so there's the original cartoon series oh, where yeah. um, Mark Hamill did the, the Joker for the voice. Yes, that's a great show, that. Uh, then, uh, do you remember Batman Future? Future Batman? Batman Future was on yeah. uh, Cartoon Network. Me and my yeah. brothers watched that. It's probably the best Batman, to be honest. It's about um, someone taking over the Batman arc in, like, the future. Um, so Bruce Wayne's really, really old, and then obviously, um, I was gonna say Christian Slater's version of Batman, but it's not Christian Slater, is it? It's uh, <laughs> what's his name? Christian Bale. There we go. Why was that so difficult for me to do? Yeah, so uh, Christian Bale's uh, interpretation of of Batman's been pretty great. Mm. But in terms of like, if you describe Batman, like what what kind of person is he a loner what's, dude what's part of his character like pretty serious yeah don't really say a great deal it's like dark it's dark night isn't it yeah. dark night it's like it, in the shadows yeah almost basically the opposite of this version <laughs> of batman yeah because that's basically where i'm going with this is like the batman in this film i mean i guess if you think about it in terms of like the adam west batmans and like the sort of old style batmans Probably quite similar to that sort of side of him, and maybe the region the old cartoons, the old comic books and stuff. But like compared to what I know him as a, yeah. you know, as like growing up, like he's completely just, just not Batman. Really. I still think Adam West probably put in more punches than this <laughs> yes. this Batman. I mean, it's basically just George Clooney in a, <gasps> in, a, in a well, it's the guy from ER, isn't it? Yeah. But how did he get cast? Uh, well, do you want to know that? Yeah, I do. I, actually. Have that as a I knew trivia. you would know this. As well so, as okay, Val Kilmer was obviously in the, the in Batman Forever, the previous film in you know in the series, um, and I think basically he was done with it, and he booked in to do something else, hadn't told the studio, and then it came to be like, okay, we're ready for pre-production and start making this new film, and he wasn't available. So at the time, Joel Schumacher. For some reason, I don't know why. Maybe he was desperate for a, an actor. He was drawing cowls on different like celebrities' heads. Oh my god! And he, um, he saw a um, advert for the film uh, from Dust Till Dawn. You know the Quentin Tarantino uh, film. Yeah, yeah. 
with George Clooney's face on it, and he got a marker pen and he drew the cowl, the Batman cowl, uh, is it cowl? Yeah, over his head. And uh, and basically, he was like, he's got a nice, nice uh, jaw. <laughs> he would be a good Batman. And that's how he became Batman. He does uh, have a good jawline, though, he doesn't does. he? I mean, it's George Clooney. I, I, I really like George Clooney as well. Like, he's, I think he's good he's, he's, in a lot of things. He's great in ER. You know, most things that he's been in, except for Syriana, apparently, and and this. Yeah. Well, I think anyone, like, anyone's jaw in this room looks like it could be good for <laughs> Batman. Like, the only person's jaw Ginger that jaw wouldn't be good would be, like, Johnny Vegas or something yeah. like that. Like... So, yeah, I mean, like, th- this version of Batman is just, like, one-liners. I mean, the whole film is one-liners, isn't it? It's just him, like... It's funny because he has to, like... He can't move his head, so he has to constantly, like, spin his body around every time he talks to anyone. It's just, like... It's just a very... It's just not Batman, is it? It's just, like... He's just a really, really, like, suave, sophisticated... It's, it's almost like he's... He, you know what? He could play a really good Bruce Wayne, I think, George Clooney. And I think he, he does all right in this film as, as Bruce Wayne. But as Batman, it's just it's a it's a two hour long coffee advert. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> If you, I mean, to be honest, if I got to the end and he was like Nescafe shots, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, there we go. Thank gosh. Uh, yeah, at least at least it was leading somewhere. He's too smooth. Yeah, well, he's suave. So we've got George Clooney as Batman. Yeah, and then we have the villains. We have <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze, and then we've got Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Now, can I just ask you guys, just like... Wait, you miss Bane? Oh, I'm Bane. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's like a nothing character in this. Hey, uh, you're still a prominent bad guy okay, in yes, the Batman universe. Yes, and you got Bane, who's just so stupid. It's just ridiculous. Um, what would you say the, character, the character's motivations are in this film? Like, the, the bad guy's motivations are? Well, I've just... I've got some... I've got some notes. Go on. I've got some notes. Right, uh, particularly centered around Bane and and Poison Ivy. So this is what I've got. I just you know, I haven't edited it. Poison Ivy. Dot dot dot. Her intro. I just can't. Why did she have to explain everything about her? <laughs> Why does her accent keep changing? Yes, I noticed that as well. Her accent changes so much. It, it's like it's New York. Like it's fine. It would be fine if her accent changed from her being a scientist into her being Poison Ivy. But it constantly is just like moving it's, around. It's her. Ch- I don't. I c- is she is she British? It, maybe it's because she's one with the plants and like it's just coming <laughs> through. Like I don't know, it, but it's the fact that like you know when she like her intro, like she comes up from the earth and she's like, birthed by this and I've changed by that. It's like you don't need to explain the fact that you've like I, as yeah. a viewer, the goo stuff went into the ground. You died and the plants were there too, and then you've become one. All right, there we go. We got it. But it's like it, this film treats every th- everyone as if they're stupid. Yeah, and what's bizarre about her storyline? Or I mean, obviously, it's I, I'm probably digging too deep into this film already. But what's why did she go to Gotham? Why did she go to yeah, fight I, Batman? Oh no, she picks up. No, no, see that I had to rewind and figure this out because I was like, that no, I, kn- I knew why, but but why? But go on, explain. But yeah, doesn't she pick up like the the the, the glass like vase? The flask, yeah, the flask. Yeah. Yeah. It says like. I don't know, Wayne Enterprises, and she's like, that's I'm going to start there. But, but it's just like, so random, like, oh, there's a pit, if it had Disney on it, oh, I'm going to go talk to Disney, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but, like, but if you think, right, so if you think, like, so this is, this is like, I think the rest of the world is just normal, right? And then Gotham 
it's just, just this mental place where all these mental people live who are just still like just weird fashion is like mental the, there. Like the oligarchs almost. Yeah, gang culture is mental there. Architecture is mental there. And she thinks, oh, I'll fit in there. I'll, yeah, that's where... Because I'm crazy too. I would go down a tree in Gotham because that seems to be the place where all the weirdos go. Because it is mental. Like the fashion sense is like out of this world. But to, to be honest, I thought Emma Thurman, out of all the all the actors, like some of her acting was all right. This is interesting. Like I, when I watched it, yeah, I thought as well that, like, she's obviously playing, she's chewing up the scenery. I think is that they call it. Like, she's just playing it way over the top. But I actually quite, I thought it was pretty entertaining in its own way. Um, and I think Joel Schumacher as well. I was reading some stuff. I watched some behind the scenes stuff. He was saying like he thought her performance was amazing. Um, although from reading about it online, a lot of people hated her performance. Yeah, because it's not. I don't think that's how Poison Ivy is supposed to be portrayed. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I it it just felt to me like it was all like apparently again. This is just like taking stuff from what I've heard on on. Uh, behind the scenes like every time every time they went to do a scene and film a scene Joel Schumacher would get his big uh, his big like uh, mega megaphone thing and say mm-hmm. remember everyone we're making a cartoon and that was like his <laughs> his direction for the film so everything was like totally over the top uh, all the time okay that makes you know what that helps yeah I have to say Bane did a better better version I think of Bane um, some dialogue choices. I wrote everything down. Wait, what than what then? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way better. Than <laughs> no Tom way. Hardy. Uh, yeah, way better. No way. Uh, Tom Hardy spoke too much. Bane said Bane. Then he said Bane step. Then he said monkey work. <laughs> then he said honey company. No, he said monkey work. <laughs> and then he said exit. Then he said gun. Then he said door. Then he said bomb times four. And then he said bat. And that was that was all Wait, he said. He said he said bomb four times. Yeah, he was like oh, every right. time he put the bombs on, he was like bomb, <laughs> bomb. Oh, and I was like, so this good. guy, he is great. He's so good. Punchline, perfect. Like genuinely, when um, the Tom Hardy being like came out, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! You're talking too much. What's going on? As a kid, I remember being doing nothing. You were only adopted <laughs> into the darkness. <laughs> I was born into the darkness. Hello. Yeah, I well, I mean, from what I read on about Bane, you know, this interpretation of Bane is completely just not nothing oh, yeah, like the comic not. books or whatever. Yeah. So, are you guys like? Do you have you guys ever like read any of the comic books or anything? Have you ever followed like Batman? From the, comic books the, only, the only thing I've read is Killing Joke. Um, well, I've heard that's like supposed to be amazing. It's it's meant to be quite good, and there is a film of it which we I think we're gonna watch prior to watching the Joker film when that comes out because ah, cool. it's meant to be quite a good. Well, it should be quite a good piece to watch before mm. or after. We'll see. But uh, yeah, besides that, not not much really. Uh, I probably I can't remember. I mean, the most all the comics I bought were like just animals of the fathom of fathom. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I mean this might just be my circle of friends and stuff, but I feel like comic books must be much bigger in America because it wasn't really a thing when I was growing up. No. Like I used to go to the comic book shop occasionally. I, I, I peruse some of the comics, but I was ne- it was never really anything I was really into that much. No, like you go to like the corner shop or something, you have like the Beano and the Dandy and like animals and fire them wood. Yeah, like some like thing where you can build like a 
a spaceship over a hundred weeks. Noah's like, Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you get like one one piece every week or something like that. But you never used to get like comic books in your local corner shop. So did you you guys watch this film with your other halves? Yeah. Heather left. Oh, this is what I was going to ask. Like, did they? Did they? Heather left. Did they sit and enjoy it, or did, did they just? Oh no! Oh no! No no! Heather did not enjoy this film. Really? No, Why? No no. What's not to like? I. I yeah, a lot of crotches and butts. If you like that, <laughs> then yeah. Really? The film opens with that. Yeah, ex- I know it's amazing. Like the the actually the actual intro is is pretty funny. Like. You know, like when they were putting the the cast's name, it was like you know George Clooney, and they'd be like, dun, dun, dun. and then if like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger came up, it was like they like had little these like little motifs, like little right. musical motifs, and then they would come back. So every time like Uma Thurman was on like the screen, it would have this like sexy saxophone. It was like when she was just like yeah. just doing her general stuff. But I feel, I feel like, like the intro bit with the with the shots of all the butts and the and the putting <laughs> so the gear good. on and stuff. Like it lasted for so long. It does, and it's <laughs> just like really intense music. Oh yeah, you're just like, wow, this is uh... so many bats. They yeah. re- like there was like literally everything was either shaped like a bat, <laughs> had something to do with a bat. Like it was all just, I'm really into bats, guys, because I'm Batman. And it's like, whoa. I just feel like bad for. Is it? But there weren't any actual bats in the film. No, there wasn't. It was just uh, things shaped like bats. No way, really. It was the first Batman film where they didn't have any live bats in the. That's. Well, did they have bats in all like the new Batman films? I think so, yeah. Well, at least at the time it was anyway. I'm not sure about the new ones, but yeah. Um. Oh, I uh, just just rewind back to Uma Thurman. The ununited nations. Yeah, that was amazing. The ununited nations. This is what happens when you when you don't you know. You leave the United Nations alone, and then you end up turning to ISIS. Like that's the problem. You know, <laughs> this is like the issue we have. Like you know, they just get left alone. They don't get tackled by the bat, bat, the Batman or the you know or Robin. They just you know set up there, and, and, and the scientists do those experiments. Yeah, it was I. The scientists actually, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I this film, it, to me, I enjoyed it way more this time as an adult watching it. I think it, I think it almost uh, holds up a bit more. Like just because of how like how much enjoyment I got about how ridiculous it was, like that like I, I, at the time when it came out and I watched it, I thought you know, obviously it was a kid, but when you, back then when you're closer to it, I think you just like you want it to be a good Batman film because there hasn't really ever been. I mean, there was the original Batman with like Michael Keaton and stuff, but like you kind of like want it to be a good Batman film and because we've had the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah that's like lucky. we don't have to worry about that now because no, we've got this really almost perfect set of films apart from the last one. Um, Whereas, you know, so now I can go back and watch it and I can enjoy it for how campy and how silly it was. It, it was. Do you not, like, honestly, if it was, like, maybe half an hour to 45 minutes shorter, I might have agreed with you. But by about an hour and a half in, I was fighting the urge not to fall asleep. <laughs> I genuinely, I had to stop it, make a cup of tea, bring one up to Heather, and then, like, come back down and, like, wake myself up. Because I was just like, Okay, you can get through this. You can get through this. And then, like, the actual action sequences and stuff are really interesting. Like, for example, because um, we haven't talked about him, Mr. Freeze. Oh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. As a as a character, and his intro was just basically perfect. Like, yeah, I I can't fall. I can't fall. I'm not Schwarzenegger in this film. I can't. He's so he plays into this role perfectly. I feel like they they like they wrote it for him like it's so good can we just talk about the opening like couple of scenes yeah 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 so it, 
I mean, in terms of like for that character. So you meet, well, okay. So Batman leaving the cave gets told by Commissioner Gordon. There's a guy, a new guy in town. He's called Mister Freeze. He's going to the museum to take the diamond. Okay, good. Okay, they set up the film. Um, so the museum is—is is it supposed to be that Mister Freeze is like frozen all the floor and like all the like ice, all the icicles hanging off are all from him, or is that supposed to be like? It, to me, it looked like it was like dressed up <laughs> to look like a part, like a, like a to make it look like it was a set or something, because it looks so bad. Like the, I mean, it was just ridiculous. It was like, it's almost like they did it on purpose. Like it must have been done on purpose. Like the floor not being, it was the floor was like a like sort of like a sparkly dance floor. Like the, there was like all the icicles were just made of like plasticky rubber. It was so bizarre that they would do that. Like they wouldn't and they spent all this money on it and not do it like. It, as, as actual ice and actual, you know what I mean? Like, what were they trying to do with that? I, for, do you not think that's the same for most of the set design though? Like, yes. It, yeah. It's all just like OTT, like well, like just like overdoing it, overcompensating. Yeah. Also, hi, right? Tell me, hi to Batman and Robin. Just know that, right? Let's put the boots on that have the skates yes, in it because, yes. like, <laughs> no, yeah. they let's have it ready all the time, you know, just in case. No, I, no, I'm sorry, you can't just like you can't. What about when you need rollerblades or boosters out of your shoes? You've got to change your boots, or you know the way they have that thing on the belt where they could change it or whatever. Yeah. So then you've got the ice skaters skating around. Oh, which is just they were ridiculous. great. Did you notice the skulls on the crotches? So more, <laughs> yeah. more crotch action and butt action. The first time we see Batman in, you know, as as Batman really. He's sliding down the dinosaur, Flintstone <laughs> style. He just wants to shout, Yabba-dabba-doo! Yeah. As he's going down the, the dinosaur, which is just insane. The whole, I mean, everything about this film is just like that. It's like everything's turned up to 11, but like almost like if a panto had like unlimited amount of money and like they're just like, here you go, here's the most expensive panto in the world. This is this is what this would be would end up being. It's all one-liners, it's all puns. And it's just like the set design and it's just, it's just all ridiculous. Oh. How did Doctor Freeze, uh, Mister Freeze? How did he afford all of the devices and machines and everything that he had? Is is hideout all of it? Like, how did he afford any of this? Because he has some ex- pretty, especially when he's using the diamonds to yeah. power his suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Where's the money coming from? That's what I want to know. How do the diamonds <laughs> power the suit? But with lasers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, yeah. At this point, they're in the museum, and then Doctor Freeze makes his escape. Yeah. And how does he make his escape? He changes his car into a rocket ship yeah, yeah, that yeah. fires up through the ceiling <sighs> yeah, yeah. into oh. space <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> and then that enables him to to then what? Jump out of the out, yeah. out of the of the rocket ship and sprout wings so he can fly back down to it. It doesn't make any sense. No, because there's a bomb in it. Yeah, because he wasn't here. He was There's a bomb to... in the in the rocket that goes up, and he's and the and the guys have, but uh, the guys, the guys, Batman <laughs> and Robin have to like blow up the the rocket ship. But why? Why? It's just it's a terrible plan yeah. either way. Like oh, I don't know why I'm looking into too much. It's too much. So you know, <laughs> if you look too deep, you'll not get out again. I'm I'm just on IMDb now. Um. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was nominated for uh, favorite supporting actor at the Sci-Fi uh, Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. Excellent. He was a nominee. He didn't win it. No, he didn't win it. No, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a shame. 
So was there any other like stand-up moments for you in terms of how ridiculous it was? Uh, there's a couple of moments still I would like to talk about, but I mean that that one at the start in the museum was just like it's just like that's up there with like the silliest scenes of the film. Um, yeah, it's uh, you got you. you got. It's like there's a bit because I've I've <laughs> I've done a a little bit of ice skating recently. There's a bit <laughs> where there's an ice. It looks like an ice skating ramp. So like there's levels, there's like one level of ice that is skating on and another level of ice. And there's like a ramp that goes down. It's like, if that's real ice, that must have been really hard to actually make. So I'm wondering if it was ice or if it was just plastic that they were I skating on. it was plastic. I'm pretty sure it was plastic. Oh. Uh, did you actually think, wait, did you actually think that they had actual ice? Well, they're ice skaters, aren't they? Yeah, but if you if you don't see the ice, it was like... It had a, a weird sparkly. Yeah, it was like, like a, yeah. Uh, so it wasn't ice. No, it wasn't ice. Not pants. But if it was <laughs> actually ice, it would explain why, like, you know, the fighting was so bad. Yeah, uh, terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in terms, you go, you go, you go. I, cool. I mean, I'm just going to move on to something else. All right. Well, okay. So I've got a few, few standout moments from the film. Um, just a few. So Barbara's from England. Yeah. Yeah. Where's her accent from, though? <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, how did Barb learn to fight? <clears throat> um, well, you know, London's a rough city, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that, you know, when sh- they introduce her as Batgirl for the first time, yeah. and like they, neither of Batman and Robin recognised that it was her. Yeah, yeah. It, I was Look, like, it's me, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> but then, for me, it was like, oh, it just, it just helps to the fact that everyone in this film is just plain stupid, like... Oh, okay. They just can't even recognize the man in a mask. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, so how did? Oh no, no. You know when they they they're they're having that all fight with like poison ivy and stuff. How did they have time to change their suits? Yeah, this is the thing. This is one of the things which is just silly. So I don't know. That, I mean, they must have cut some out, wasn't they? But supposedly, uh, Chris O'Donnell is that his name? Chris O'Donnell apparently was quoted as saying that he was really confused when they were filming it as to why they were suddenly in new costumes. Like, didn't make any sense to him. He d- he's kept on saying, like, he kept on think- thinking he was just in a toy commercial, which, you know, which is pretty much what this film was. Like, according to Joel Schumacher, Joel Schumacher now, whenever people t- ask him about it and he talks about it in, like, interviews, he, he basically publicly apologises for the film <laughs> <laughs> and says that he doesn't know what... He, he doesn't really understand why... He, well, he, no, he says... The reason why it was like that is because he was told by the uh, by the producers of the film and by like uh, Warner Brothers that they wanted to make it more family friendly okay. and more toyetic, which means that they so they can make more toys. Which is why, if you notice, pretty much like every other scene, there's a new Batman, yeah. a new uh, vehicle. Yeah. So they've you had like yes. the Batmobile, the bike. Yes. They had the rocket ship. They had um, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, as Doctor uh, Mister Freeze had a, had a vehicle. Did two suits. Two different tra- cams of suits. Yeah, they also had uh, a. Um, what was it? They had, they had a, three other vehicles that they used at one yeah, point. Yeah, the end. They had like the ice proof vehicles. The, there was like a hovercraft, yeah. the super ice rink Batmobile, and then the bike that could go on the ice. Yes. Too. Yeah. But, not, but this is the thing, though, because you've, you've answered a question that I had. is just mm. like, what is the reason for the change in all these things? And it obviously is because they were like, oh, we can market this and sell it as yes. a toy. And now 
That makes sense. So, the, so I looked into this as a, bit, a little bit of research of what, how did this film end up like this? Like it just like, you know, it's just it's such a standout film as like how awful it was compared to the other films that are in the series. And basically, one of the big reasons why it made this massive switch into being this like family friendly sort of like really light sort of like comedy film basically Mm -hmm. was because Tim Burton's film that came out um, Batman Returns I believe it was with uh, Penguin yeah so at the time that came out they marketed the uh, toy range to McDonald's for their for their happy meals Um, so you got like a little figurine of Joker and you've got the Catwoman figurine and like Batman and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, these are the, they got these months and months before the show, uh, before the film came out. And basically, McDonald's produced all these Happy Meals. You know, people were buying them. Kids were really excited about the new Batman film to come out. And then the Batman film came out, and it had I know if you've ever seen Batman Returns, have, but yeah, like it's it. it's in no way a kids movie at no, all. No, not at all. Like Penguin. At the start, he's abandoned um, by, by his parents because he's ugly. He goes down a, a river, and then he ends up like growing up into this horrible man who's just like he's just like lusting at all his women and trying to like it's almost like rape, trying to rape him at certain points. He's got he's like all these scenes where he's biting on people's noses and so he like, eats some raw fish. Yeah, yeah. So there's all this all this insane stuff that like basically parents at the time were absolutely furious because because basically. McDonald's had been, and a bunch of other play companies had been marketing this film <laughs> as a kids film, so it came out and it was it just absolutely like, you know, it didn't do that that it you know it was, it was well received I believe, but in terms of like how well it did in terms of the, the of the box office, it sort of didn't do didn't do particularly very well, and it apparently took quite a while before um, they could convince Warner Brothers and the other companies connected with them to actually make an Batman film. So that's why I think it went so dark with Tim Burton that they had to like completely pivot and try and go the completely opposite direction. So they went this they went super campy, super like like, you know, punny and like very much like the old Adam West Batmans but on like steroids. But do you not do you not think like because that like is that is Bam? That's that is Batman. He's trying to shoehorn Dark something version. into something yeah. that's not really. Like Batman Returns, I think, is one of the best of the yeah, original. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would agree too. Um, yeah, but they can't make they can't make money off it if they can't sell toys. That's but, the thing. That's what they saw the the way that we can make the money. But off what it, you know? But toys. what about what about the the Dark Knight series? Like the toy still existed, and it was a dark version of Batman. Yeah. Hmm. A different time, I guess. I guess, yes. I feel like Batman Returns is probably on... It's it's more edgy, but it's probably maybe on a similar level to, like, Return of the Jedi, something like that. Because there's some, some dark stuff in, in there. Obviously, like, Darth Vader takes his mask off. He's all, like, all a bit, like, decrepit. I think, I think like. you're forgetting... There's, a lot, there's some pretty horrific stuff in Batman Returns. Like, Penguin bites someone's nose off. Yeah, yeah. Blood goes everywhere. Darth Vader loses his hand. It's not quite. As, I mean, do you remember? Like, okay, just for listeners, you should just Google 
Luke has to slice Google open that that guy, looks that like. monster, Batman and sleep turns. inside him like a sleeping bag. That's that's Empire Strikes Back. Make make sure you get your. Film. Oh, you you think? In fact, when he gets his I'm hand going, caught, I'm going to show Johnny now a picture. It's Empire. I mean, wait. If you look at, I mean. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they're trying to market as a kids' film. I mean, it's just like it's just not in anywhere near a kids' film. Anyway, so what that, what you should what what we, what Anne's just seen is just a picture of Danny DeVito as looking like, like the Eggman. Yeah, <laughs> like in his. <laughs> sorry, is it Danny DeVito? Yeah, it's Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should have been Detective Pikachu, shouldn't you? But um, yeah. So I, I mean, that, that that gives you a little bit of context of maybe why they swung so hard into yeah. this sort of mm. style of film. I just the, the the styling of it really wasn't wasn't my issue. It was just the st- like stupidity of the main characters. There's a point where like like uh, Batgirl and and Robin like they fall from the the observatory at the end, and and Bane was told to go find them, and somehow they landed on this like random <laughs> like Lynch, ledge, yeah. and they were like, oh, oh my goodness, how do we do that? And then Bane is just there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, how did he know to go? Th- like, come on. It's, it's full of like little holes. Where it's it's like, like a high budget Power Rangers episode. Oh, oh I had the exact, yeah, I had that exact notes when I was watching the film, Power Rangers. It did feel like, with all the sparks that were flying off everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything had a spark. Yeah. It was totally, you're right, totally Power Rangers. And then like, Colour-wise, it's a blue and red slush puppy mixed together, <laughs> and that like slightly like drunk kind of cleary sort of icy colour. But it's that also is the like tone really, for the whole film. But it's also like it's really dark as well. A lot of the mm, scenes are really yeah. dark with like these crazy colours going. Yeah, it's just like horrible to watch. Like there's a bit where there's all like neon people. Oh, um, that was amazing. Wait, the the gang when she turns up at the oh, biggest bath, yeah, yeah, yeah. she kicks yeah, out yeah, the yeah. the gang that are there. Yo, one of the best, one of the best weird moments of the film, the bike, the the other bit where they go to the underground bike scene. Yeah, which felt like Fast and Furious. You know, oh, thinking, yeah, yeah, Fast and Furious. It's probably what created it, isn't it? Probably. And there's a, there's like a group of like goths or whatever with like spikes coming out of the out of the necks, and they're cheering on one of the, one of the race car drivers. And there's a little kid goth, and he's like, yeah, he's yeah. like, come on, Spike. Honestly, <laughs> it was so funny. Goth- Gotham's gang culture. Yeah. Dying, absolutely dying. Did, did you notice the Clockwork Orange reference? Yeah, absolutely. Well? Saw that. The guys that. who look just like them from the. Was it wasn't even a reference? It was just like these were just them from well, yeah. 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 It's <laughs> where they ended up after uh, ultraviolence. Also, right, they if they didn't have those little like grapples, they would have been screwed. Like they used them in every every like action scene. They were like, just like, oh, what should we do? We'll use the grapple to save us in this situation. What? But it's not even like a real thing. They're like. You can't have a grapple that goes through a sheet of metal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't work. I and don't to know. like have it so many times and for it not to kind of... Like some things like you think, oh yeah, that could maybe work. But it's just, no. Like there's no amount of force that's going to get a bat-shaped <laughs> piece of metal with a bit of string on it yeah. to go through a sheet of metal. And it doesn't look like it goes that fast either. You know what I thought was quite funny as well? Do you remember the point where... so? Start towards the start of the film, Batman and Robin jump from a flying spacecraft, <laughs> and and they they do they, they cowabunga and and surf through the sky, and somehow manage to land on the ground. And they're okay, which I don't really ever go into, but yeah. And then later on in the, in the same film, Robin's trying to make a jump <laughs> on his bike, yeah. And Batman is so scared that he's gonna hurt himself that he turns his engine off, and he's just like, huh? He literally just 
glided out of the sky, like, yeah. and and you don't trust him to just jump over a slightly large gap. No, because he was infatuated with poison ivy. <laughs> that was the real. That was the real thing he was trying to do. Uh, He's trying to start robbing, get into it. So, I mean, I'm I'm sorry that I did this to you guys, but I actually quite enjoyed watching it. I mean, I know it's like it is probably it's it's the first time I picked the film that I knew was going to be terrible. Okay, I'll I'll give you the reason why I picked it. The main reason why I picked it was because I picked it before the, last week's episode and I picked it on purpose to knock Bird Box off the bottom spot because I wanted to up, I wanted to annoy Aaron. I wanted to I wanted Aaron to be like upset that Bird Box wasn't going to be last. But then Halloween came along and knocked it off anyway. So, um okay, I think we've I mean, have we exhausted all we can talk about this film? The- the only other thing that I would like to say is like, because we haven't we haven't mentioned him at all. Apparently, Alfred was gonna have this big like, it was like this really serious undertone of like how Alfred's gonna pass away underneath well, with McGregor's disease. Yeah, with McGregor <laughs> McGregor's disease, <laughs> stage one McGregor's disease. Yeah. And but it's like, I felt nothing. I felt nothing. It felt like he was trying to again shoehorn something into into this movie. You don't feel for him when you kept them, you kept like looking at him occasionally. He'd be like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and then you, and then he'd be, and then like George Clooney would be like, Alfred, get me a cup of, cup of coffee, and you're like, oh, okay, master, <laughs> master Wayne. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It, I think that that storyline just really. Did you not think the whole the bat the bat girl was really crowbarred as well? Yeah, she had oh. like no introduction. There was no real reason for it to be there. And then the whole like, the whole thing with his brother didn't didn't oh, go anywhere. I know, yeah, I get like you. Right. Wilfred the brother. I, I googled. I googled to see what where he falls into like the Batman like universe, and he's like in a couple of episodes and like uh, sorry, a couple of um, comics and stuff. But he's not like a a major thing. But I thought they were gonna kill him off because I completely forgot yeah. what happened to Alfred. Yeah. And then they would bring Wilfred in as like his main butler, but nope. They've they. Doctor Freeze, uh, Mister Freeze, you know he had a a nice, a good heart overall, and gave him the cure. Just happened to have it in his in his uh, suit. Yeah, the two weird vials of like blue liquid. Also, if you were any human being and some <laughs> bad guy was like, take two of these and you'll be fine. It's like, mm, is, am I? Am I gonna? Dude, okay, fine? some points I'll say that I liked about this movie. You know, because we've been, we've been ragging on it for ages. <laughs> I actually like Mister Freeze's character, like in terms of. Not in this film, but like in terms of like the character as a whole, like the backstory of what is what is mo- what's motivating him yeah. to like. Yes. He's trying to find a yes. cure for his wife, and it's like totally. yeah, actually, I like that in 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 like bad guys where you've got a reason to believe they've gone bad, you know, for a specific reason. I think I think that was quite good. Um, I also the, my favorite film in the scene, uh, my favorite scene in the film, was the scene where it cuts to uh, Mr. Freeze, Alice Schwarzenegger. In his uh, slippers. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And his, yeah. And his robe, and he's uh, singing and getting the all these bad guys to sing <sighs> along to this like Mister S- Snowman song, and it was amazing. And I just when that happened, I was just like, <laughs> I it brought back all his memories of it happening, and I was just also just like, I can't believe this is that this was put to film. I can't believe they spent money <laughs> on this. It's amazing. So that that was my favorite favorite scene in the whole. Like, thing. So it's like they can monetize it because I'm thinking, yeah, I'd want some polar bear slippers, yeah. <laughs> just just on the music, right? I I actually genuinely don't remember there a point in the film where there wasn't music. I don't think I don't remember a break at all. Like it's it was constant. just constant, some sort of theme 
It's just okay. I, I, okay, I want I want an, a good thing for Mofias. What did you like about the film? You must have liked something. I really, really liked the set design and the costumes. I thought they were ludicrously funny. I yeah, that's that's my one, and I'm I'm pushing it. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I I'm, I'm sort of similar. Like like a lot of the set kind of remind me of Bioshock and I was just like oh yeah such yeah, a great game yeah great game uh, all the giant statues and stuff yeah yeah, yeah yeah like that that looked really cool and I was going to mention Arnie and his uh, slippers um, but besides that there's, there's not much there's really... also the bit where they, they take Arnie to the they take him to the prison and they've got him locked up in a freezer that's quite funny again right <laughs> I, sorry I keep doing this but um, where like imagine you're in an insane insane asylum, and then this like lady dressed as like a mental, not a mental person, but like someone who clearly is a bad guy. So, oh my brother, I'm gonna visit my brother. <laughs> Can I go? Like, but she's probably didn't. She just was like, hello, or and then was like all American, and I'm going to visit my brother. And it's just like, it, come on, bad guy, bad guy. It's just, oh, this film, this film. Just so many moments where I'm just like, oh, really funny. I laughed at it, but it's not. I'm not laughing at it for the right reasons. I'm laughing at it because it's stupid. So, do you have any favorite quotes from the film at all? I do want to read Ben's again. They were really good, weren't You've they? You got those already. That's fine. I mean, I, I, we can leave it if you want. But there's just there's so many puns, isn't there? But it's like, it's the Ice Age or whatever. I don't know. He says, "Stay cool, bird boy." <laughs> so good. Allow me to break the ice. <laughs> ice to see you. Let's kick some ice. <laughs> Hello, Freeze. I'm ba- oh, that's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean... Hello, Mr. Freeze. I'm Batman. That was basically George Clooney's line. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did any also anyone notice, you know, when right at the end where Robin was wearing the silver outfit and then when they get to Alfred, he's wearing the red yeah, I outfit? No- I did notice that, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, should we talk about some of the mistakes in this film? That one, for, yeah, that was a, a very noticeable one. So for yeah. some reason, he had the red version yeah. of the suit on. It just, I just think he was, was probably just wanted to get warm again, get a nice warm suit on. Sense. Yeah. Also, did you? Did I? I messaged you. Before, I think hopefully before you got to it. But did you see the scene where they they played a part of him in the water and then they reversed it again to play it? Like they played it forwards and backwards. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they played the ne- they played it again later on. Yeah. Is that when? Um, when they're in the Turkish baths and the yeah, fighting yeah, yeah, it's so bad. Oh my goodness, there's just like loads of things. Well, I mean, I'm sure there was way more that I've missed, and I'm sure people who are listening to this are gonna message us and be like, "Oh yeah, you missed this, you missed that." And please do because I, I want to, I want, I would wa- go back and yeah, just watch it. It's fun. It's a fun film to watch. Every like, I'm probably not gonna watch this. I'll probably watch this film again. Maybe when my daughter's a bit older and I find I find it funny. Maybe like ten, fifteen years or something, but. After that, I'm pretty happy not to have to watch it again. Uh, like, to be honest, I could probably stomach this more than some of the films we've watched, though. Like, <laughs> if I had to. Okay. I don't know. That's not that's not like a telltale of what what where I would put it. It's just like some films are really good, but I don't think I'd ever want to watch it again. Whereas, like, this is just so stupid. I think if I put it on in the background, it wouldn't do you any harm. Because so the action the action sequences were all right. Weren't they? Not Except really. for Batman <laughs> not doing any fighting. Yeah, he didn't do anything, did he? No, he did nothing. He just sort of ran around after people. Oh, man. 
to sum it up? Yeah, let's sum this up. Should we sum it up? I right, so I Yeah. Well we watched it, didn't we? There we go. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age <laughs> Did it though? <laughs> no. I did it? Know. Johnny What do you think about this film <laughs> overall? Well, like I watched most of the film. <laughs> Sorry, I can just see loads of butts on Johnny's screen and <laughs> Can. What is it like? Oh, Batman's just butts. Got it's like a gif of just like butts and crotches. Yeah. Constant. It's insane. It's so well crafted. We'll have to um, we'll have to put it on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, oh I I made it to one hour twenty, and then I fell asleep. Yes. So the, oh, so the next day I had to. Go back and and watch it again. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I know some people really like watching bad films and can find the funny side in it, but I, I don't know. It's it's I I I struggle to um, find the enjoyment <laughs> in it when there's so many other good films to to be watching. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of hard to follow. It had some funny stuff in it. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger said a lot of like funny puns and stuff, but I don't know, it's just not not for me. Not for me. Well, I loved it. Loved it? Yeah, I love watching it at least. The film itself's not very good at all, obviously. And it's a bit of a I don't know, it's just overall it's a mess. And it's obvious that they just wanted to sell toys. Like if you you go into it knowing that and knowing that it's a mess, you sort I can sort of enjoy the car crash and, and just sort of watch it unfold. Um, it is too long. It needed to be shorter. And the character, I mean, the the, the thing about it I like <laughs> is just all, the puns are just, they never stop. It's just like, it's just like it washes over you. you just like, every single line is a pun. And like even, and then when you get to these moments where you're supposed to feel something for like Alfred or whatever, like George Clooney's delivering these lines of like Alfred's really sick and he's like smiling the whole time and just like <laughs> looking at me. Like he's just proper. He's oh man, he was just in ER mode at that time. I mean, I think George Clooney has come on to be a really good actor. And he's yeah, like, yeah, really absolutely. Stuff. And and but even Arnold. Like like most of the Uma. actors in the film have have gone on to be. Uh, be reason- I don't know. Is Chris O'Donnell gone to much? I, d- I genuinely I haven't seen. I think that Alicia Silverstone. I think that pretty much killed her career as well. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. She's but in Clueless and Clueless. Uma Thurman. Yeah. And yeah. Um, obviously Arnie. You know, went on to be governor. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, you think from this, like anyone can have. Like, yeah, but I mean, it's Al Swartzen. He's bigger than this film. Um, and then George Clooney. Um, I can't remember what Robin's been in. I don't think he's been in much particularly. Yeah. I mean. I yeah, I loved I loved watching this film just because I, I I I like unlike Johnny I I can watch bad films and really enjoy how terrible they are. Um, I actually kind of went with the visual design, but then it was in terms of like the sets and stuff. I quite enjoyed that, but it's when you start you see like bits of ice that are like made of made of like plastic that are moving around and that just hit them and stuff. And you just sort of you just sort of think. They could have done a better job of this. Like, anyway, it, so overall, it's the worst Batman film ever made. <laughs> it's probably the worst superhero film ever made. But I mean, I haven't I actually I haven't seen Catwoman, 
Uh, but I have seen Spider-Man 3, and it's definitely... I would probably prefer to watch this than Spider-Man 3, to be fair. Okay. It's a really fun film to gif, and it's a really fun film to quote, and I'll hopefully be quoting this a bit more in my life. So, we've talked about our thoughts on the film. Where does it sit on our list? What, so what's the list again? Because I, I put it down, but then I forgot to like listen to the list. So, the list... So far, is number one, Fifth Element. Yeah. Number two, King of Comedy. Yeah. Number three, You Were Never Really Here. Yeah. Number four, A Ghost Story. Yeah. Number five, Moana. Number six, Me, An Earl, and a Dying Girl. Number seven, North by Northwest. Number eight, Bird Box. And number nine, Halloween. 2018 edition. So, you know what's weird is, the more I hear the list... The more I agree with less, at least the top half of the table, sort of sits sits right sits right with me. Um, but where do we place this though? It's uh, do you want to put our predictions down? I I got my prediction wrong. I I, now I know where I should have put it, but I'll I'll just go. Well, with what no, it's just it's just like figure out where it's gonna go, and then we can see where. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you. So okay, Johnny, like, is it better than Halloween? No, it's not better than Halloween. <laughs> I mean, it, it isn't better than Halloween, but it is better than Halloween. No, I'd much prefer to watch Halloween again. Oh, I've never watched that film again. Than, than this. Well, I think that's my last time of watching this. Okay. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> is it better than Bird Box? Yes, in I we Heather and I talked about this because she was like, "Oh, where are you going to put it?" Johnny's face. It? it would I watch this again over Bird Box? Yeah, I would yeah. Uh, but is it better? Then, but then, why? But then, in what way is this better than Bird Box? Because it's less insulting to me. What do you mean it's less, less insulting, insulting to you? Film wise, think about just, the amount of money that they've spent on everything. The only good thing about Bird Box is that intro. Of like all oh, the chaos that happens after that, it's just a bad film, and like the difference is, this is a bad film, but at least you can still take enjoyment of it being bad. Whereas like the problem with Halloween and the problem with with Bird Box is, even though they're bad, there's there's no up from it. There's no good things that I can take away from it. Whereas like this, at least the very least, there's butts and crotches or the stupid one-liners or something that's just like oh that's so bad. It's it's at least it's making me laugh. It didn't make me laugh. I was just it's getting more and more worked up and tired. Just like, <laughs> I can't watch this. It's, 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 a, it's a workout for my eyes just to try and like see through this darkness into this purple mess. Is that the desired so, effect? So my my review of this is a bit of a mix. Like, obviously, I, I like it in some ways and I also acknowledge that it's an awful film. So I'm kind of a bit... I don't know where to put it on our list. This is the thing. You know, could it be number three? Number three? Are you insane? Uh, It's not getting a number three, mate. It could be better than... I mean, mean, you could say it's better than King of Comedy, so I mean, number two. I don't think it's as good as Fifth Element, though. And that's how high <laughs> you're putting it up. You're putting this. You're putting this higher than North by Northwest. That's even like, I. Even I'm like that's. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I'm yeah, saying. Okay, I'm joking. So yeah, I mean, like, okay, it's a for me. It's got to be eight or nine. It's got to be around there, or 
bottom, I guess. Uh, I, I, I think, yeah, I think either it can either be seven, eight, or nine. You know what's funny is when I watched Halloween, I did, I actually did enjoy it. It was okay, but when we talked about it last week, I realized, and it's not a good film. And then also, like, the more I think about it now, I think back on it now, and I think, yeah, it was just. It's terrible. It's just not. It's, it was terrible, but there's you can understand the story. No. You can see no. kind of it's it's quite simple. It's there's it's not trying to do much. This was trying to do everything all at the same time. Yeah, but this it was made... trying to save the world <laughs> from like some like machine pollution apocalypse. It was trying to don't know. Someone else was trying to freeze it, like cure McGregor's disease, type one McGregor's disease. Like they're just. Too much There's going four on. Four types as well. There's too much going on in this film. Whereas Halloween, like, yeah, but you know exactly what's happening, and you can come into it at any point and just be like, "Yeah, he's still killing." Batman and Robin surf out of the sky from a rocket I know, ship. I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, that's pretty amazing. It's pretty funny, isn't it? It's ludicrous. Like, There's enjoyment to take from that. I think. I mean, those quotes at the start that Aaron was reading out from Bane I mean that's pretty amazing as well he says bomb four times <laughs> uh, bomb I, I'm going to say I, I mean I'm not going to push for it to be high but I would say <laughs> I would say it should be higher than Halloween but if you want to put it blast I'm not going to fight you on it no I'm not we're not we're not in that territory it's yet. a race for the bottom and it should be at the bottom no I think I, I actually think it should either be just below North by Northwest or take North by Northwest <laughs> slot. <laughs> but what's funny is actually to, to like I actually picked this film to be bottom like on purpose. And so really but then I actually really enjoyed it watching it. I was quite surprised. Yeah. You know what I said? Like, I, said I don't know if I text I think I did text you guys that I watched like the first 10, 15 minutes of it um a few weeks ago and I actually was getting into it and I was like, oh I can't wait to watch to see the rest of it. It's like again like it's like a train wreck. I just couldn't take my eyes off it. I don't know. It's it's. I guess it depends on what our what is our list. Is it is it what we think is a good film, or is it what how we how much we enjoyed it? Seven. You're seven. thinking it goes at number seven. Seven. No, it needs to go at number yeah. last. Whatever that one is. Seven. Ten. Seven. Or or eight. Seven or eight. I do not think it's as bad as Bird Box or Halloween. So it would be nine, wouldn't it? It'd go in at nine. Oh, wait, you think it's you think it's sorry, you think it's better than Bear Box and Halloween? Yes. I think it's worse than all So it'd probably be it. Oh, I don't know. This is so hard. Are you gonna watch Bear Box and Halloween again? No. <laughs> then why But that but that's not that's not this list, is it though? That's not the list. It's not like what we're gonna watch again. I no, it, you're right. Okay. The the thing is, can you still take enjoyment from this film? And I think you, I, st- I still think you can. Yeah, but then I guess you got to look at it as like, as a film, is it good? And it is a complete mess. I but suppose. that's, but that's, I think that's okay. Whereas like Bird Box isn't a mess, and it's still a bad film. Or Halloween isn't a mess. Mm, I mean, it is, but it's not. In it's not as bad as this, but it's still it's still awful. Yeah. Should we read off what we think? Where we what we wrote down originally? And see where it fits in the list. I put it as bottom. <laughs> Aaron? I think I was trolling when I did this. I was definitely trolling. I put it under me or on the dying girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean uh, I put it as I put it as nine, so I put it as above Halloween, below Bear Box. 
I mean, I think that's a fairly yeah. I think that's I think that's a suitable place ground. for it because because like me and Aaron definitely got enjoyment out of this film, whereas Johnny hated it. Um, but you know, Halloween. I don't think any of us really. I mean, I I thought it was okay, but you tell that you guys really didn't like it watching it. So I think in between Halloween and Bird Box is probably a good a good resting place for this atrocity. Yeah. I don't agree, but fine. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's where it's where it's gonna gonna live. I mean, like I'm not precious over Halloween, and I'm, I I almost regret bringing it to the podcast. But um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'll be happy with that. But the difference is, you didn't know, and knew that this was gonna be an interesting <laughs> one. You thought maybe this could be scary, and it just turns out it was not great. It had a couple of good moments. Anyway, if you'd like to tell us that we're wrong, or uh, you have maybe have some movie suggestions, please contact us at uh, moviequestcast on Instagram, or email us at uh, moviequestpod at gmail dot com. I think we had one of our first messages, uh, some suggestions this week um, of some films that we we might take into consideration in the next season. Um, I definitely on that list. There are at least two or three films that yeah. I'm going to bring at some point. So. What were the films? There was a couple of films. There was Frozen. Frozen. There was High School Musical, which I'm looking forward to watch at some point. Yeah. Um, oh, the Doctor Who movie. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're probably going to take... I mean, Johnny and Aaron are both going away at different times the next, the next month or so. So I think the, our normal schedule is a little bit disrupted. So I think we're going to have a few mini quests in the next few weeks. Um, and then we'll come back with a vengeance in August. Yes. Ta-ta for now. See you later, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.